Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five deluxe resorts at Walt Disney World. The podcast ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 30, where we discuss the top five deluxe resorts at Walt Disney World. Hey, before we get to the list, uh, if you've been enjoying the show, please give us a like and share on social media. Also, uh, head over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe and give us a, re- a review over there. It really will help us grow. Also, I know that Rob really likes when, when we hear from people about the top five that you have and we got a lot of uh, good responses last week so hope that continues yeah try to continue that folks that's a lot of fun it is. for us to interact with the people on social media so sometimes they agree with us sometimes they don't well i like it when they don't yeah, and i like it when they do it's more fun <laughs> See, I, I do like it when they do though yeah I, right. I will tell you on air and off air nick and i have disagreements a lot <laughs> but you know we're still good friends and we'll we'll yell at each other back and forth and we always land on our feet so yeah feel free to argue with us we love it and doesn't mean we don't love you still listeners <laughs> well <laughs> some of you Oh, no, no, no everybody. Yeah. Yes, even <laughs> Cruella Deville. Yeah. So, uh, what do you <laughs> what do you think has been going on this week that uh, we should discuss for Disney? I've honestly been really distracted. I'm okay. not going to lie. This week has been crazy in the world of uh, the National Football League. But this is not a Buffalo Bills podcast, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But there has been a lot going on. I've been seeing a lot. At Walt Disney World with the countdown for the last ride. Yeah, Yeah, today is it. We're recording it on Sunday, and the last ride is today. So that's kind of been big news. Yeah, our good friend, our good friend Johnny J over at uh, uh, the Disney uh, Marvel Star Wars podcast, DMSW. Um, Did you say he went down? Yeah, and he was trying to convince us to go down and drink around the world and ride splash with him. And I was like, pretty sure we would get in trouble with our jobs and more so with our wives. So. Um, I'm hoping he has a great time, uh, but yeah, he's down there riding. I'd be afraid splash. if I were drinking around the world and then went on Splash Mountain, I would roll out of the log. <laughs> <laughs> I saw last night, or the last three nights at closing time, the wait was 180 minutes, three hours. Jeez, that's honestly shorter than I figured. I figured the line would be all the way back past Pecos Bills, probably all the way back to our friend Big Al. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, it, well, three hours it might be. Um, three hour long wait for that ride um in its current state is a bit much this Um, just in disney has a virtual queue today only no that's not real (laughs) yeah right yeah it Um, may work honestly i'm super excited for the re-theme the only thing i'm sad about is that i won't get to ride ride it for a few years um the timing of us when we go i don't believe it i know it's not gonna be open this summer obviously but i don't think it'll be open next summer when i go either well, I think the timing of it going down is really important that it coincides with the opening of Tron because, again, it, you're not losing an amount of people, the same amount of people. Well, maybe it goes down a little bit at certain times, and they're saying less people are going to go this year, but I don't think it's going to be by that many because yeah. they're going to need to displace the people that would have gone on Splash with a new attraction over at the opposite end with Tron, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that they took this offline before Tron was up. Yeah. But they're taking it offline when they typically would put it down for its annual, like, typical water ride refurb. Right. 
Um, so I'm excited for Tiana. I hope that we get a beignet cart. I hope that we get some sort of a, you know, New Orleans feel over there. Um, I know it's, I, I get it. Purists don't, don't call in and send us, you know, hate mail or whatever, but like With the time period of Frontierland. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. They didn't have singing bear animatronics in the frontier either. <laughs> Nobody's complaining about that. Um, or uh, if you can say over in, in Disneyland, they're now bringing in characters from different timelines into Galaxy's Edge. It yeah. is what it is, folks. Just enjoy what's in front yeah. of you. The other thing this week that I think is, I, I got to be careful because I know people get upset about little things, but I, I think that people are taking this a bit too seriously. They changed the parking banners and the parking waymarks, wayfinders in Epcot. Oh, I saw the Moana one. Yeah. So they used to be just like, random words like imagine stuff like that right mm-hmm. and they put now it's a visual cue and the number of people who went bonkers quit bringing ip to epcot quit screwing around with epcot it's already there folks well not only <sighs> that but like imagine i want you to step out of your um egocentric ethnocentric mind right and put yourself in the shoes of a traveler not from the united states who doesn't speak english and you have to remember a word in a foreign language. Like, that's a lot harder to remember than a picture of Wally. Yeah. And it's the park that embraces that. Yeah. You so know, it I, encourages I, people from around the globe to come and celebrate. Could they have done, we parked in Japan, we parked in France? Sure. They could sure. have done that. And they could have had a visual icon representing that nation. Absolutely. They could have done a, that's you know, an Eiffel Tower or something like that. And I don't think they would have gotten many complaints. But the reality is, it's a parking lot, folks. <laughs> People get mad over everything. I know. Like, I didn't realize <laughs> until we started this whole podcast how, like, absolutely serious people take everything to do with Disney. You know, I think one of the best things that Walt did accidentally is that Walt made that quote one time that said, this is not a museum. It's constantly evolving and changing so that when things change, you can point back to the founder and say, he said this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out, people. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I hope everybody can just learn to get along online, especially because it's a toxic environment. Right. I have to like unplug multiple times. I don't get involved in the conversations on there, but like, man, reading them, it's like, wow, you guys are toxic. What are we doing? You know, and I'm sure it's hard for people if, if someone's favorite ride is rethemed or goes away, right? You know, if they, like, for example, out in Disneyland, they do the overlay with Nightmare Before Christmas over top of the Haunted Mansion, right? Yeah. Let's say you're not a Nightmare Before Christmas fan. I mean, I think the movie's okay. I don't love the movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Right. I think the But, main, like, yeah. that love for the Haunted Mansion, I mean, some people could be upset if they take over. I mean, if you've seen the I mean, overlay. It's like 120 days that it's that overlay, though. It That's is. a bit much. It's a lot. I mean, because it goes through two seasons, obviously. So right. I think they go from September... Into a little bit of January when they do that overlay. I think it's even earlier in September now. You think it's into August, maybe? Yeah. I I mean, you know, Disney, they want to start Halloween on July 3rd. So if you haven't seen it or watched any of the ride-throughs, I mean, the majority of the ride is overlaid by Nightmare Before Christmas. And if you're not a fan, maybe you would be mad. My whole point, to get back to my original thing I'm trying to say here, is even if your favorite ride is is rethemed, Everything is going to evolve. I mean, it's better at this point, if you're a fan of Disney, to just expect change instead of 
holding tight to that haunted mansion or that country bear jamboree that almost turned into like the toy story thing, you know, just know that that might happen that way. When it does, you're like, oh, okay, luckily there's hundreds of other awesome things. You know what I mean? Of course yeah. we all have our favorites. If they change, it doesn't mean I'm going to hate the place or not go there anymore. It's yeah. just part of that evolution. Just stop screaming, get off my lawn, okay? Like It's like the old guy on his front porch. Get off my lawn, kids. Like, what are we doing here? On The Simpsons, uh, the headline, old man yells at cloud. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, I I embrace the change. I can't wait to see what Splash turns into yeah. with Bayou Adventure. Why not? And It's still a fun ride. The drop is great. The drop's not going away. They're literally not changing anything about the ride. Mm-hmm. Um. So I and honestly, I think that the animatronics are horrible in that attraction right now. Yeah, they need to be fixed. So, and I'm interested to see how many of them they keep because I think they can see, keep that's some. That's cool because, like, I, I would like to see somebody do it a side by side comparison and like count. Oh, that frog was in the original version because, yeah. like, a lot of those animals they can keep. I don't know what goes. Do you think they're gonna put um, Brer Rabbit over in the um, the cemetery over at Haunted Mansion? Oh, they probably will. It's a good point. Over with uh, Mr. Toad. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. But anyway, you want to get to the uh, halftime show? Yeah. All um, right. This week. Oh. oh. You, Wait, did you how did that? you get that? Wow. Guess, guess who's here, Nick? I can't believe you got them. Surprise. The Eagles. The Eagles are here. All right. So the Skittles halftime show is brought to you by the, the Eagles. Have a great one. Welcome back from the Skittles Halftime Show featuring the Eagles with Joe Walsh and Vince Gill. Yeah, Vince Gill's in the group. My yeah. my dad saw them, I don't remember if it was last summer or the summer before. And um, Yeah, it's kind of cool that he's in the group now. Yeah, I agree. He was really big in the late 90s, am I right? Was yeah, that kind of like late around eight, and... Gar- late, I would say late 80s, early 90s. So he's the same era as Garth Brooks, right? Yeah, I would say that would be a good overlap. Okay. Um, Alan Jackson, Vince Gill, Garth Brooks, um, Miley Cyrus's dad. <laughs> Do, that, that's fun, how he's known now. Hold on, fun fact. <laughs> sure. You want a really crazy fact about my musical experience? <laughs> the very first concert I ever saw was Billy Ray Cyrus at Stowe Mountain in Vermont, and the opening for him were the Kentucky Headhunters, and. The Kentucky Headhunters drummer literally played a drum solo with no sticks, just his hands. Oh. It was bonkers. Weird. Yep. So, huh. yeah, that, that dates me a little bit, but that was my first concert with uh, Billy. That's cool. Billy Ray Cyrus at the, at the foot of uh, Stone Mountain. Cool. So, anyhow, <laughs> today is the first <laughs> of two episodes that we're going to do. We didn't think it was fair to shoehorn every resort into one singular episode. Right. So what we're doing is we're doing two episodes of the top five resorts at Walt Disney World. And this week we're tackling the top five deluxe. Mm-hmm. Next week we will tackle the top five moderate and value. So I think that that's a fair way to do it mm-hmm. personally. Um, I also think that um, 
we're going to overlap a lot. Yeah, we will. <laughs> and I'm sure we have little stories for each one. Oh, absolutely. You know, for I've been to quite a few Disney resorts. Mm-hmm. Not all. Like, there are ones on this list I have not been to. And, you know, some I have been to. Um, stayed at, visited, etc. But being a Disney fan, and I know Nick is like this too, we spend a lot of the time on YouTube watching resort walkthroughs and just because it's fun for us and we like seeing everything that is Disney and it makes us feel like yeah. we are in Orlando for a portion of the year. So, Well, look, that's the beauty of these days, right? Yeah. So we can live vicariously through other people and you feel like you've been to these places. I've got stuff on here that, uh, you know, I've got a couple on this list that I've never stayed at. That doesn't mean I don't know a heck of a lot about it because I've researched them to figure out if I want to stay there. Yeah. Um, some of them I've visited because I was dining there. Some of them I visited because of other reasons, just like maybe they were, you know, a monorail jump away, whatever yep. the case may be. Um, I think that it's fair to say you can make a decent assessment of the resort without having been on pro without having stayed on property. And I feel like my list may change if I had stayed at all five of them. Like, for example, my number five, which I'll begin right now, is the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So oh. Animal Kingdom Lodge for me is number five. Okay. Could Animal Kingdom Lodge creep up to three, two, or one? Yeah, possibly. Because really, my only experience with Animal Kingdom Lodge is pulling up to the gate and the guy telling me I couldn't go in because I didn't have a dining reservation. So I turned around and drove away. That's my experience with the Animal Kingdom that's Lodge. That's on you, bud. I know. I know it is. But I'm saying that's like the, I saw it from a distance, went, oh, cool, and then spent a lot of time watching videos on YouTube on what the resort is all about, watching videos of all these Great restaurants, trying to see what animals are there. Where you know, were you staying when that happened to you? Let me think. We were staying at Coronado Springs during the pandemic. That's when they were really strict about lockdown and you could only go right, X or but, Y. But you could have went to Disney Springs, correct? Yeah, and taken the bus. Yeah, and yeah. then you wouldn't have had to be driving either. Yeah, and we just made a quick pivot and we ended up going... To another place. It was one of those things where I was like, hey, let's try it. And it didn't work. Yeah. So you never know. Sometimes all. a gate person will be nicer. Uh-huh. I oh, I mean, in that situation, it wasn't about being nice. It was about adhering to COVID-19 guidelines. Right. And I mean, my, my little details that I've seen about this place is, you know, as far as its proximity, it's, it's really, it's the one that's furthest away from everything else, except for Animal Kingdom. It's right literally next door to Animal Kingdom. But it, if you were to want to stay somewhere that is very close to the Magic Kingdom, which is the, on the opposite end. So if you're not familiar with the map and the, or the layout of Walt Disney World, it is southwest. It's in the bottom corner. And the Magic Kingdom is kind of right at the tippy top at the north. So if you are somebody who is really interested in going to Magic Kingdom all the time, maybe that's not the best place because you have that commute that's involved the other nice thing, too, is that um, I've heard that the food is amazing. Um, have you actually been to that place before? I mean, this is probably going to be on your list, too, but have you actually been there to eat at any of those places yet? I have not eaten at any of the places yet. We were this summer. Um, basically, what happened was we were planning on going to Animal Kingdom Lodge this summer, um, and the opportunity for a standard bedroom at Bay Lake, or a standard one-bedroom at Bay Lake came up and there's not that many of them and they're cheaper points. 
And honestly, I don't care about the view at Bay Lake. So for me, um, we jumped on it because you don't know if you're going to get that availability next year. And just push back our Animal Kingdom Lodge okay. stay a year. So I have not dined there because we were saving it for when we do stay there. Um, every restaurant there, though, is widely regarded as the top of and their I, class. I need to do a deeper a dive, too, with the uh, the gluten-free options because a lot of what I've seen is bread service. But <laughs> I know... But there's obviously there's other things too, and people rave about the restaurants. It's Boma and Sanaa are the two big and restaurants there. No, so you have Sanaa is in Kadani Village, which is the DVC property, but it's it is at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm just it, that's the one restaurant that's in that building. Okay. Um, then there is um, Boma, which is the buffet, and then there's Jico, which is signature dining. And then, of course, you have their, and I always forget the name of it, but you have their uh, quick service over there, too, uh, which all of them are widely regarded as the top in their class. Like, Boma is thought of as the best buffet on property, Mm. and Jico is thought of as one of, if not the best, uh, signature dining on property at a resort. Um, And, you know, Sanaa, you know, is another highly regarded restaurant. Now, one other cool thing I wanted to mention, um, being an art person they have a pretty big collection of African art there, too, which I think is pretty impressive, and I'm looking forward to seeing that exhibit as well. When you walk into that place, and I haven't, but when I watch someone walk into that place <laughs> with a camera, it is enormous on the inside. And the architecture is so unique, and as far as I know, when they constructed that place, they really worked closely with a lot of African people who want things to be just right and just so traditionally African, which I think is mm-hmm. amazing that they do that. I think the only other resort that Disney owns that you can point to that is so culturally entrenched would be Aulani over in Hawaii. Okay. And they did the same thing there uh, where where they had you know native people native to Hawaii kind of helped them um, design that and be That's respectful cool. to the culture. And they did the same thing at, uh, animal kingdom lodge. Joe, I mean, Joe Rody. Yeah. That's what you gotta say. So that's my five and I don't have a, a ton to say about it other than it looks amazing and I can't wait to stay there. What did you have for five? Um, my five is going to shock people, I think. Um, and my five shocks me quite honestly, or it would have definitely shocked me a while ago, but my tastes have changed. My thoughts have changed. My number five is the resort of last resort. My number five is Saratoga Springs. Ah. So Saratoga Springs is a resort that is located right next to Disney Springs. And while, yes, my children are of the age where we're going to a lot of the parks and nightlife really isn't a thing that we need to worry about and shopping is something we do for you know a few hours on one day every trip and we're still going to Disney... Um, Disney parks, I think that eventually I see myself gravitating more toward the old Key Wests and the Saratoga Springs because their proximity to Disney Springs, walk, I mean, it's walkable to uh, Disney Springs. And there's boats. There are boats and there's also bus service because it's a, it's a huge resort, um, very sprawling resort. The I can see me in the future staying there and doing a universal trip. I mean, the reality is I bought DVC because I wanted to go to Disney, but 
I can stay on Disney property and still go to Universal yeah. um, and use my points to do so. So I could see it being very valuable for that. Um, people always, you know, like to kind of hate on the food there. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. The, the food options aren't great there. But guess what? You're you literally next to, to yeah. Disney Springs. You can walk to Paleo or any of the... Uh, <laughs> Paleo. Paleo. What'd I say? Paleo. Did I? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, okay. But I wanted to correct you so that people didn't, like... I don't It doesn't matter. We don't, Pad- want, it. We don't want any hate mail. Yeah. Paddlefish, uh, which I wouldn't recommend. Uh, Boathouse, which I would highly recommend. But you can walk is, there. Is Boathouse the one you did last time? Yeah, it's so good. And it's literally on a boat on the water? Um, or is that a different one? That's you're thinking of paddlefish. Okay, um, but boathouse is the one next to the amphicars, I think they're called, or whatever. Yes, yeah, the, the boat cars. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, food to me, I don't even care what they have for options right there. I'll say this too: I grew up in the Adirondacks. I grew up about two hours, eh, more like ninety minutes north of Saratoga Springs, uh, Boston Spa, Saratoga Springs area. They do a pretty darn good job of making you feel like you're in the hoity-toity part of Saratoga. Right. They do um, all the horse racing things yeah. and um, wooden horses everywhere. The The other thing I'll say is the rooms are really, really nice and spacious. Um, they redid them recently, and they're much, much nicer. Well, and they, they're the model for how they're redoing all of the DVC properties with the Murphy bed in the wall as yeah. opposed to the, like a pull-out couch. It's really nice. Um, their one bedrooms and two bedrooms are quite large. Um, the layout is beautiful. Um, they're just, an, it's an all around nice resort. Now, I will say it's not a resort you want, and this is why it's five on my list. It's not a resort you want to go to and rely on Disney transportation, in my opinion. In my opinion, because there's buses within the resort, there's that, it's that big of a resort. There's, you know, buses to get you from one side of the resort to the other. But I do think that. If you're renting a car and you're planning on doing some time off of property, like at Universal or just going to Orlando in general, but you want to stay at a Disney property or you are DVC, I think Saratoga Springs is is a way to go. And you're located on the east side of property, which has a really easy exit to get off and get um, right on the expressway. And you're, uh, honestly, he's it's a good point. You can get easily get on the expressway and probably be to universal it's too hard to predict with traffic i couldn't even tell you a time because sometimes you get on that yeah you know what is it to i4 yeah i4 you get on i4 and you can't even move so you never know i can't even predict a time we'll just say relatively quickly but you're near where you need to go yeah i think it's a i think it's a clutch uh resort for those reasons um you know like i said for younger families like mine mine i don't see me staying there the next few years I do, once my kids are old enough to go to Universal, um, where they could really enjoy every, I mean, they're old enough to go to Universal, but you know what I mean, where they would enjoy all the rides and it would make sense. Yeah. I could see us staying there. And I, I like the look and the feel of that resort more than Old Key West. That's why I went with this one. Okay. Yep. I, I will say my two cents on that one, and it's not on my list, but I really had no interest in staying there at all. And you had mentioned it to me when you were looking into DVC. You're like, you got to check it out. They redid the rooms. It looks really nice. I was like, I already live in New York. I don't want to go and stay in New York. <laughs> yeah, in I Florida. get that. I get that. 
and that was my thought. And then I watched a couple of the videos with the new refurbished rooms and kind of the walking tours, and it's just really quiet and nice. Yeah, it's and the rooms are. I remember the rooms looking like a motel room previously. Yeah. I remember. I'm not saying it is. Right. That's what my memory was of what the oh, rooms look like. I forgot my most. Jeez. What man? Go ahead. Why this is the problem when I'm not reading from my notes. Yeah. All I'm saying is that they look the, better. So go ahead. The treehouse. The treehouse mm-hmm. villas. Mm-hmm. They're like, as a, now look, I get it. You got to explain this too. Because if you're hearing this for the first time, treehouse, explain what this is. So they have treehouse villas, which are literally these elevated villas that are in in amongst the trees. Every treehouse villa has a full kitchen. It's a three bedroom. Yep. uh, Sleeps 12, I want to say. They're really cool. There's a bunk room. There's a master. And there's a room with two, with a queen. I, I don't know. I can't remember all the... I can't remember the floor plan. You walk in, it feels very much like, and this is why it fits in at Saratoga, because like if you drive five miles out of Saratoga, you're in, not in the Adirondacks, but you're in that area. Yeah, you're on the border of it. You're and close. so you're you're dealing with a lot of uh, rural areas, and it feels like you're in the woods at a camp in a cabin. You've got a, a huge deck. If you're doing a, a non-park-centric stay, Saratoga is the way to go. My wife last night, we were talking about this episode, and she said, you know, I've got a controversial one. And I was like, okay, what? She's like, Saratoga Springs. I'm like, not as controversial as you think, because yeah. guess what? <laughs> it's on my list. Don't they give you a grill, too? I yeah. feel like there's a grill it's outside. A, it's very much like a it's like a park grill. You know yeah. those ones that have, like, like up here, in, or we're, we're around so many state parks, but there's those cast iron ones with the grate that you flip up, you fill it up, and you put it back down. Yeah. And so it's... Easily to clean, easy to clean out for them. It's oh, cool. So I forgot to even mention that that those rooms are not refurbished and like all like modern and sleek. Like the other ones are very modern, sleek looking. Maybe that's not the word because that sounds cold. But they're they're well kept, right? They they feel like you're in a resort town. These ones feel like a cabin. Yeah. But they're super cheap too, as far as DVC points go. Oh, good. So yeah. That's Saratoga Springs, my number five. Um, My number four is probably on your list, but I'll um, I'll give my point of view on this particular place. This next uh, resort, uh, Nick and I probably spent a half an hour talking about uh, last night when we were (laughs) hanging out, and we were discussing where, how many floors there are, and... (laughs) So my my number four is the contemporary, and I don't it's remember on my honorable mention. I don't remember how we got on this topic. But I don't know. We were talking about oh, because we were talking about how you wanted to go to Chef Mickey's. So Chef Mickey's is a character dining experience at the Contemporary Resort, which we have done as a family. We have big framed photos of the kids with world's biggest smiles with the Fab Five characters. We did as a breakfast. It's a you know pretty average breakfast. It's it's definitely an expensive meal to be part of, but that was really the main thing that we experienced there. I've not stayed at the Contemporary. Uh, we've walked around. My wife is a huge Mary Blair fan, and on the inside they have this enormous mural done by Mary Blair, who's the same artist that did um, all the characters on Small World, or designed them. Didn't necessarily make them. There there was more people involved than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that experience was really cool and really special for us. And again, it wasn't as much about the food, but each character coming around and spending time at our table and our kids 
having an interaction with them. And now back to the story originally, Nick and I were discussing when you get off the monorail, what floor is that? Because I was under the impression that it was that floor and then below it was kind of the entrance. And we discussed how they're actually the monorail is floor five. Is that Mon- right? Monorail is on the fifth floor. And then the fourth floor is the Grand Canyon uh, Concourse. And they call that, the Grand uh, I think uh, Fantasia is there. I think yep. it's Fantasia Gifts. Yep. And that's where Chef Mickey's is. Contempo then, Cafe is over there. Yep. Right. And then before, and then below that, What's, yeah. do are you looking at what's yeah. on three right now? Yeah, so the contemporary is weird, right? Because you think so it was fourteen floors high, right? Yeah, and you come in on the fifth floor. Like I get it. A lot of times you come in at like the second floor or something at resorts, but um, because of like the way the parking and stuff is. But uh, the contemporary is just weird because of the monorail and the Grand Canyon Concourse is um, on the fourth floor. fourth, right? Right. So the third floor at the Contemporary has the health club and the salon. Okay. The second floor has, like, the banquet rooms, the meetings. That's where you can access the convention center. I do believe that's the floor with the famous the room from Richard Nixon's I Am Not a Crook speech. Yeah. Um, and then the first floor is the lobby, has Contemporary Grounds, which is, I believe it's Joffrey's. That's an actual Joffrey's uh, coffee shop. So, and then there's like a food and fun center. I'm not really sure. The other interesting uh, thing, too, this summer, is, and we, this, again, we were talking about this last night, but I want to reiterate because our listeners weren't standing around. Well, our, I guess our wives were, but <laughs> so. Yeah, two thirds of our listeners. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so there's a bridge that will take you from the main building of the contemporary, the big A-frame building. There's a bridge that will take you over to where you're staying this summer. Yeah, Bay and Lake Tower. That's Bay Lake Tower. Now, that it's just interesting that you don't really see that in a lot of the other resorts, having a bridge that's on the fifth story that is, you know, windows on all sides and you can walk right over. It's just kind of cool. It's like, you know, the resort's called the Contemporary. It's supposed to be modern, but in reality, if you look at the architecture, it's it's more mid-century modern than our actual like modern architecture of of today Mm -hmm. but i think having that is it's kind of cool it is it's it's more modern and having having that bridge have you walked across it before i've not walked across that bridge no okay um so i have the reason it's on my honorable mention has to do with proximity now, I know that I'm staying there this summer, and you might think, well, you're staying there. Why would you not even put it in your top five? Well, you want to collect um, them all. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to be able to walk to Magic Kingdom, honestly. honestly. Yeah. Um, it is, while it is a cool thing to stay in the original, I'm not staying in the original. I'm in Bay Lake, but still, stay at one of the original um, resorts. Um, it's uh, That and Polynesian were the opening day. Um, but the the thing for me is, it is kind of sterile, okay? Yeah. So the grounds don't boast a really great pool, but as a result of that, the pool is much more accessible, not accessible, isn't as crowded, right? Sure. Uh, and there are three of them if you're staying DVC, because you've got the DVC pool, there's a quiet pool over at the Contemporary, and then there's the main feature pool. Um, the feature pool is undergoing some refurbishment right now, so that... Hopefully, we'll be fixed up by the time we're there this summer. It's supposed to be, but you never know. Stuff goes over. Um, 
So I think that's why I didn't make my list is because it is kind of sterile. But if you're into modern architecture and if you like Mary Blair art, you don't get anything better. Yeah. And and for us, too, just the proximity to the Magic Kingdom, which is my favorite park to go to, just having the ability to do a short walk, I guess if it's not 100 degrees, you could make that walk and walk right over to the Magic Kingdom really easily. Or you can take the monorail. So anything that's really on that monorail loop, I think, is, you know, kind of just such a huge benefit to be able to easily get to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. So I think outside of the transportation side of things, it's not even the fact that it's a transport. It's the fact that you get you go through security there. Mm-hmm. And going through security there is a hell of a lot easier than going through security over at the park. Yeah, I may mention that again later too. So, Okay, that is my number four. What you have for four? So my number four um, is also something that um, I honestly haven't stayed at, but I have visited and i know this is on your list just because i know you it is <laughs> and i don't even <laughs> i know what you're gonna say um yeah it is but it's it, i get yeah. that this resort is not an adirondacks resort yeah and it's supposed to be pacific northwest but wilderness lodge which is my number four yeah. reminds me of old school great camps in the adirondacks oh definitely i mean um, but i i think they're both so similar that it's, oh, I'm trying to think of what it's, it's uh, like, for example, Coronado Springs has elements of Spain and elements of Mexico. You know, right. it's kind of this conglomerate yeah. of, of everything. That's how I see it. At least. Yeah. So Wilderness Lodge has great dining. Okay. Um, you have probably one of the best casual dining experiences on property at Geyser Point. Um the burger at Geyser Point is widely regarded as the best burger on property. The bison burger, I have not had it, but I have heard everybody rave about it. I have eaten at Artist Point. Well, it was storybook dining at Artist Point uh, with the that's the character dining with Snow White. Um, food there is phenomenal. You have Whispering Canyons where you can get the family style skillets, um, and then they have another menu as well. And it's kind of like not quite as extreme of a like kitschy actory type waiter like you get over at um 50s prime time but it is that sort of like you know you ask for the ketchup and they kind of make fun of you or whatever like right like they're they definitely do those things um the the pool there is gorgeous you've got multiple different options for staying so you can stay at wilderness lodge you can stay at copper creek which are the DVC properties within the lodge. You have Boulder Ridge, which those rooms just underwent refurbishment. That's the separate DVC building. You have the cabins, which if you have the points to stay there, please call me because I want to stay in one of those cabins. And <laughs> they, I they look cool. I've got, like, I would use my yearly allotment of points in one night, but they're gorgeous. Um, uh, the, I think that the way it makes me feel is nostalgic when i walk in there and you see the totem pole when you see that amazing fireplace like mm-hmm. just sitting in a rocking chair now i know it's 120 degrees with 100 percent humidity outside but sitting in that in that lobby with that fireplace is just amazing i mean i i, may, I might as well jump in at this point because i don't really have a ton to say that you didn't say i mean this this is my number two okay and, and i haven't been there but just the architecture. If you have not seen what this place looks like, it is like massive 
and grand. Like I, I can't even begin to describe how incredible this place looks from the outside. But the weird part, and you just touched on this a little bit, is it's this lodge that would fit perfectly in the Adirondacks. Like you would just be driving up a road that is that has pine trees on either side and you drive up and this clearing opens up and then there's this giant place in the center of it. It is you walk in and it's all wood and everything is just beautiful and these huge logs everywhere. Oh my god, it's just it's incredible. Yeah, the, look it up, look it up. The gift shop there is amazing too. The mercantile over there. We stopped in there when we were going over to Artist Point. They have an art like an art show or art shop just out over there too, like where they have some artists selling their there are paintings there, the Disney-centric paintings there. Um, the fact that oh, the Roaring Fork is a is a quick service. It's you know, but pretty, the menu looks solid. incredible. Yeah, and I I love the fact that a lot of the food here is very much like burgers and steak and barbecue, but high quality versions of that, which is what I love to eat like on a regular basis, and Nick does too. Nick is a great at barbecue. And I love that kind of food. And I don't think I would want that for every meal when I was at Disney. But if I'm staying there and I have that option every day, it's an option I will always take. The other thing I will say is why it's number three or why it's number four for me and not higher has everything to do with its transportation situation. Yeah. So, so you're paying will you're you're paying Magic Kingdom area resort prices and you've got here are your options. You have a boat. And it's not the big boat, so to my knowledge, if it's stormy out, it's not running. Yeah. Um, and then you've got buses. Um, and it's weird. It's so close to the contemporary. If you look at where it is on the map, it is, I mean, it, they're practically neighbors. You can practically see the contemporary when you're at Wilderness Lodge that it would be incredibly easy to do like a walkway or somehow an annex to connect it, and, but they don't. Right, and you can take a boat over to Fort Wilderness as well. Um, you know, if you say you're doing hoop de do review or whatever, uh, that's really the only knock I've got on this resort. I think if it had better transportation, it probably would be higher. Yeah. Um, in fact, it probably would be my number two if it, if it had better transportation. That's the big, but for me, that's a big knock. Well, you know, to be fair, if you if you are going to take the bus from Wilderness Lodge to Magic Kingdom. It's probably like, what, a five-minute ride. It's got to be short. Well, yeah, that's not my issue. The issue is Disney buses are notoriously not predictable. Oh, I thought you were going to say smelly. Oh, well, yeah, at the end of the night, yeah. <laughs> that's not the bus. <laughs> it's the people. All right, sorry. Anyway. Got to reapply, folks. <laughs> anyway, so that was your number four. That was uh, my number four. So and I, your... I kind of did my number two. So uh, number three is is a place you have stayed, and I have not, but it's incredible, and I really, really would love to stay there. I think we match. Oh, yeah. I think we match up on this one, and we, we can kind of jump in together here. But um, I went, went and visited this uh, two times ago on my trip, and we went and we got ice cream at this place and saw the pool. <laughs> the pool is incredible at the yacht and beach club now i'm i lumped them together did you also lump them together i did i just said beach and yacht so it looks okay. like uh so I went alphabetical you went and you went the opposite I, I think yacht and beach club sounds better okay but alphabetical works too so I, th I think two, it's, i think it is yacht and beach club if you look it up but. I, I i just i think it's it is what it is i i think the two it is two separate resorts but they are 
it's kind of like a brother sister resort. They are nestled together almost as one. The pools kind of connect. Um, anyway, uh, Nick is going to speak a little bit more about this place. Uh, I'll say a couple things, and he can talk about his personal experience there and a little bit more about the the pool because he has some specific stories. But one of the reasons why this is so high up on my list is proximity and where it is. Oh, my gosh. Walking distance <laughs> to Epcot. Walking dis- distance. I mean, really, you could walk to Hollywood Studios if you wanted to. I mean, I know it's a little bit further. You could. I did. Yeah, you can. It's also, you can get on the Skyliner. It's way closer. Go all over the place. It's like, you Swan and Dolphin are right there. There's so many things to do. It's right in the middle of so much fun. And I mean, you could use the same argument for Boardwalk. But the reason why I would choose this instead of Boardwalk is because of this pool experience. The Boardwalk, they fixed their pool. They got rid of the scary clown. But... Sometimes I don't want to be in the middle of all of the boardwalk and the action and the mayhem. Like, I don't think I want to have my room there. You sound like my wife. I kind of like it just to be able to look over and see it and walk over to it instead of being in it the entire time. Look, I I get that. Um, Boardwalk did not make my list. And I I flip-flopped a bunch because I... I haven't stayed at the boardwalk, but when you stay at Beach Club, you might as well have stayed at boardwalk as yeah. far as, like, enjoying those amenities. Because um, they're right across the water from each other. I think boardwalk has one thing over Beach Club, and it's that it is equidistant, really, walking-wise, from Epcot and from Hollywood Studios. Whereas yeah. at Beach Club, it's a it's a little bit more of a walk to Hollywood Studios. It's not that much. It's way closer than I thought. The maps don't really do justice to how close things are there. Um, it's an amazing place to stay. Staying at Beach Club is... And I stayed at, in the Beach Club Villas um, on DVC points. It, I mean, like, like Rob said, you are a five-minute walk to the International Gateway. You are a five-minute walk to the Epcot um, Skyliner... Um, what do you want? Depot, if you want to call it that. Sure. Um, you have access to two parks very, very easily. You have access to so many resorts. If you are a resort hopper, this is arguably a better stay. An Epcot area resort is arguably a better stay than the monorail yeah. resorts because yeah. these, the Skyliner, like, that's a game changer, mm-hmm. right? You have R- Riviera, you've got caribbean you've got you even like it even brings you over to value resorts like a value resort on a on a on a line yeah of some sort that's it's a game changer but the pool let's call it like it is it's incredible that pool is worth the price of admission it It really is insane is there a better one i haven't found it i don't think so i don't think so either i mean spoiler alert if we do a pool's a pools episode this is number one yeah i don't know how you beat it it's it's huge it might as well be a water park sandy bottom it's uh it has depth so like if you're somebody who doesn't like to be only up to your waist and you don't have to go on your go down to your knees just to get your shoulders submerged like this is the pool for you it has the lazy river which there are parts of it that aren't so lazy it gets whipping um there's the water slide that goes across the walkway. That water slide is it's really, interesting. really good. 
So um, I'll describe kind of how, how it works is in order to get on this water slide, you almost have to go out of the resort practically. You have to go out of the pool enclosure. You do. And then you get, you climb up to the top of it and it goes across this walkway and, and then across. Uh, it's supposed to look like a staff of a, or a mast of a, of a ship. It's really cool. It's a very, very well themed pool. It is very busy. But yeah. because it's so big, it's not impossible to find a spot. Now, yeah, we also splurged, and we talked about this on you know splurge stuff uh, on an earlier episode. I think about like non resort thing or non park things to do. But um, I got to tell you, splurging on that cabana was the best thing I've ever spent extra money on at Disney, outside of food. Um, it was amazing. You have your TV, you have a, a Bluetooth speaker, you have a fan, uh, like a ceiling fan in this cabana. You have a refrigerator filled with water and soda. You have... The wait staff will come and talk to you, see if yep. you need anything. You have a refrigerator filled with like a dessert plate. Uh, yeah, a dessert plate and a fruit plate, I believe we had. The wait staff comes over, asks if you want something from uh, the, the pool bar. It, I'm telling you right now... Like if you're going if you're willing to spend that extra money and you're asking yourself, is it really worth it? Yep. Telling you right now it is 100%. That's definitely worth it. And, um, I just, I think it's a great resort all around. Um, I will say it's number three and not higher on my list because the, the villas need some help. Okay. Um, I I was talking to somebody on. Our, our friend magical our friends magical micas on uh, instagram before i came over here and said you know the issue we have with it is when we stayed it needed some repair and they, they agreed i said it you know it reminds me of that that beach house that your grandparents owned and your grandfather built the cabinetry back in the 40s mm. and has painted it with enamel paint every every single year for the last 80 years and so it's got that thick coating of paint on it. You know exactly. You can picture it in, in your head. Yeah. Instead of repairing it, just paint it. It fixes it. And when it That's, heats up, it gets rubbery. Yeah, and, and sticky. Yep. Yeah. So there's that going on in there. But they are, it is on the refurb calendar. So I'm excited for that. Well, mine, that was our joint number three. Our number two I talked about a little bit, and that was Wilderness Lodge. I'm, again, just to reiterate, it's just such a cool-looking resort. And really, really looking forward to going there and staying there and trying the food and very, very excited about uh, Wilderness Lodge. I may look into renting points and staying at, um, you think Copper Creek is the the option to go right now? You said Boulder Ridge. Boulder has, Ridge just redid their rooms. If I would have told is, you. Is that the one that's updated? So Boulder Ridge. I mean, they're both, they're both newer rooms, but, okay. the, but Boulder Ridge was, was looking pretty rough, but it finally got its refurb and their rooms are amazingly beautiful now Um, all right well i'll pick your brain when we go to uh looking into our our next trip after our uh, disneyland trip here absolutely okay so um you have what's your number two so oddly enough we doubled up on um we both have repeats for number two okay um but i didn't talk too much about it when you were talking about it my number two is animal kingdom lodge okay and the reason my number two is animal kingdom lodge and why i didn't put it lower even though transportation is an issue there yeah. is because it has a savanna. That savanna is 43 acres, has over 30 different species of, of animals. It's gorgeous. Um, you know, if you get a savanna view room, 
you can have coffee on your balcony with the giraffes, basically. That's so cool. Um, you know, forget Disney bunnies and Disney ducks. You have giraffes um, and zebras and okapi and stuff like that. It has the, the largest collection of African art outside of Africa. Um, the food, we've talked a lot on this podcast about how my family aren't foodies. The food there is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just what it comes down to. And it's all the stuff that I like, right? It's it's that East it's that East African and West African flavors of like, um, you know, Sub-Saharan African, where you have like these flavors of uh, of warming spices that aren't aren't like knock you out spicy. Although right. I like that, but like they're just oh, I just I can't wait. My son and daughter both would love uh, just waking up, looking out, and seeing that. Um, we would be staying at Kadani probably. There are DVC rooms over in Jumbo House, the main place. Kadani is also very well themed. Kadani means necklace, I think, in Swahili, and it's kind of shaped like an oh. African necklace. It looks I, like I a horseshoe. Um, the the main building is is amazingly themed. The lobby is absolutely gorgeous. You can, if you don't have a Savannah View room, there's places to go and sit and just look out onto the Savannah. The pools are – there's a couple pools. Both are decent. Um, the one over at Jumbo is admittedly better than the one at Kadani. Um, there's a – it's an easily walk between the two, but there's also a shuttle that goes between the two. Um, I I can get over the fact that you're away from everything and you're stuck to a bus. I can get over that because of how cool everything else is there. In a world and in a time where Disney is kind of going away from heavy-duty theming, you know, I'm looking at you, uh, Boardwalk Redo, um, in, a, in a time where they're doing that, where they're building things like Riviera that's kind of subtly themed. Yeah. Walking into an African lodge like that. See, I love that stuff, too. Is so amazing because it's it's immersive. And it's not kitschy, right? It's not – you don't have your 30-foot-tall Ursula statue. Although there's a place for that, which is awesome, in my there's opinion. A, oh, there's an, there's definitely a place for yeah. that. But walking into that and feeling that feeling has got to be amazing to like know you're staying there. I can't wait to stay. Well, uh, but that's my number two. I was never not interested in this resort. There's there's a piece of me that's interested in everything at Disney. But I'll, I'll give a shout out to two of our friends here. Uh, you know, Rob and Eric from Ear Scouts made a video on Animal Kingdom Lodge where they showed me things that I had never seen in any other video before. And they walk around and show all the little, like things that you wouldn't know were part of Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know what video I'm talking yeah. about that they made? Yeah. Watching that video, half of the video, I was like, I didn't know that was there. That's incredible. Yeah, there's I said rocking it over chairs and over. to go and watch the freaking savannah it's and amazing. with a coffee in your hand i mean you can walk around it it's I, I know i joked i said it was like a zoo on one of the previous episodes and you laughed but like i mean it's just incredible to they just... have their own resort food tour right. rob it's That's amazing it, i i'm telling you right now oh i forgot even the other thing because you brought up sanaa yeah sanaa is like so you know coral reef in epcot where you can sit up against the glass of the aquarium yeah sanaa's windows along the outside of the restaurant are right on the savannah so if That's you go so there cool you go there for lunch it was a hidden gem people the word got out and now it's a little bit harder to get but you go there for lunch and you can sit and watch the animals on the savannah while you're eating your lunch Jeez, through cool. the window um and then at breakfast it's a quick service for people staying at um 
staying at Kadani. But yeah. So did we match up on number one? I think we did. I mean, I, <laughs> I would, I will be shocked if it's anything but mine. Right. So why don't you go ahead and and tell everybody? So I think our number one is uh, a resort that we both stayed at last summer together yeah and it's it's easily my favorite and it's always been my favorite and my number one and that's the polynesian look if you i was gonna be say, shocked if, if you didn't say poly i was gonna throw no, something at and you and vice versa <laughs> like well i think i might want to it's look, gonna be animal kingdom luck the amount of I'm money like, i've spent to declare that's oh, my favorite jeez it, it just visiting there when i was so young and just seeing what that place was like it was just it was magical it, it, and it's just kind of stayed in the back of my head as you got to stay there someday Look, and then I, I did not listen i did not grow up a disney kid like you did right yeah. but that but, doesn't mean you but, don't love it the right. same no, like that's not I, what I don't, i'm saying no, no what i'm saying is uh, i didn't grow up a disney kid like you did you know what old school disney is like right mm-hmm. you were yeah I walk onto this property and I feel like I'm transported back to the late seventies, early eighties Disney at its peak. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know it's peak is later, but I'm saying like Disney, Disney world, like vibes. Uh huh. You do. I'm sorry. You can't feel anything but happy on Polynesian's grounds. You just can't. I mean, it's near perfect. It's not perfect, but it's near perfect. Well, yeah. I mean, the Beatles did break up there, so it's not perfect. But (laughs) um, (laughs) they didn't actually break up there, folks. But uh, John Lennon signed the paperwork dissolving them uh, over at the Polynesian. And I read that John Lennon got on the monorail and had somehow, I think it was Julian, his son, got him to drive the monorail. Well, they used to allow you to become pilots, yeah. But then there was a tragic accident, so no. Um, I... I am not shocked that this is your number one. Um, I would love to hear, now that you've stayed there, mm-hmm. what you were surprised about. Uh, I, honestly, I think one of the coolest and most convenient things that I was surprised about is how incredibly easy it was just to get to Magic Kingdom or Epcot every day. So one of the days that we did Magic Kingdom, my, my wife and I both have to have our coffee in the morning, so... What we would do is go up to the second floor of Polynesian, and we would walk over, and we would stop at uh, Kona Island. So Kona Island is a smaller, like a little coffee shop that's connected to the Kona Cafe, which you've eaten at before. Yeah. You had a weird experience there. Yeah, this time. It 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 underwent a refurbishment since then, so I'm not going to speak to it. So we stood there, got our coffee, walked through these sliding doors, and that's security... So basically got us through security. We don't have to wait at security. Go through, get on the monorail. We're at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's it's incredibly fast so and look, convenient. This is an audio medium, so you can't see me. Rob said, said, started talking about the coffee. I closed my eyes and I was shaking my head because it's the best coffee on property. Yeah, it really it's, is. We got it every look, morning. Look, here's the other. I got two words for you. Chocolate bacon. Chocolate oh, bacon. Yeah, that's right. They have chocolate I forgot about bacon. The chocolate in, bacon, yeah. And they have sushi later on in the day. Uh-huh. Listen, that little like kiosk, I guess you could call it, amazing. It is. Amazing. It's a you can't start your day better. Um I I love the poly. I love it. And the pool, by the way, is really cool too. And the it, everything about it, like the slide there is great. It's it's easier to actually get a chair there than it is at Beach Club because it's not as popular. 
they've got the beach there that you can sit and watch the water pageant you can watch the fireworks they pump the music in for both um ohana um ohana is one of my favorite restaurants trader sam's i can't believe we didn't do Uh, trader sam's pineapple lanai if you want to get dole whip yeah dole whip you've got you have two different shops so you've got ohana's mercantile and then you've got um or moana's mercantile yeah moana's mercantile and then you've got uh, what is the one downstairs either way there's there's the two the two different uh shops that do have differing um gifts and stuff they do the one upstairs is a little bit more like kid and toy oriented Mm -hmm. and the one downstairs is a little bit more adult themed in the way that it has things that are like more like housewares and like uh tommy bahama shirts yeah Yeah. and um i love it there i i've look i i've spent plenty of money on disney in the last few years and a lot of it has gone out the window in that store i love 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 it the lobby there you just walk in and it's like, oh, I'm home. And I literally am because I own some. I want to look at <laughs> some of my notes and see if there's anything we, we didn't mention that's great. Uh, let's see. What do I have here? Um, oh, Captain Cook's. We ate so many meals at Captain Cook's. And my kids loved it. I mean, it's that's their quick service place. The pulled pork nachos there are yeah. stupid good. I mean, I think we, we had a little bit of, I think we probably had everything on the menu that was gluten-free. It's very, it's it's really good for gluten. It is. Yeah. It was really good. They have a lot of rice dishes and stuff. Another cool one, too, um, for anybody that has younger kids is at that pool that has the water slide, there's kind of like a kid's, almost like a kid's playground, like a kid's water playground. Yeah, a splash pad. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of anywhere else that has one oh, that's they, that intricate or big. Um, it's almost like a playground. Yeah. Or uh, like a playground. So that the, one is, at, the one at Beach Club. There's So Beach Club I can't has a very, the Beach Club one. Well, that's because you wouldn't have been able to go up on it. Cause okay. The, there's like a splash pad, small little kid like uh, slides and stuff up on the first landing of the water slide when you go across and you go up to go to the water okay. slide. Yeah, I couldn't. But I can't then there's that but head. that whole there's a whole beach area at, at Beach Club um, that allows you like it's no deeper than maybe shin level. Okay. Um, so you know little kids can play there, but I think you're right as far as splash pads go for little kid for little kids. I mean. My daughter was so upset that she was like too big to go over there this year, um, and because it, it was that fun, her first time there. I love, love, love everything about the Polynesian. Now you showed me a couple photos last night. I can't remember what account it was, but you showed me some of the construction photos. Oh, it was Johnny the... J. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Because he's and, there, and we looked at it last night on um, on his story, and it looks like I mean. It doesn't look like a complete destruction disaster like it did when we were there. No, because it looks like it's coming together. They moved everything out. They've moved trees. They they fully on like uprooted trees and moved them and transplanted them, which I think is awesome that they're not just buzzing, buzzing stuff. Definitely, Um, they're coming along, and I'm you know fingers crossed it's going to be the same association, so I don't have to. um, Because if it's the different uh, DVC association, I won't be allowed to stay there on my points. Yeah, but. yeah, I, I love the Polynesian, and I don't know why anybody wouldn't. So. Yeah, a um, friend of mine, uh, my friend Todd, when he was growing up, his family would do that every year when he was little. It would be the Polynesian every single year. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, I mean that kind of sounds fun, and but then again, as much as we like it, we're also families that 
want to try out other things too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Todd and his family were wrong. What I'm saying is like, I don't know, we're collectors. And I, I mentioned yeah. that earlier too. And I think part of me wants to be able to say, I stayed here. This was great. I stayed here. This was okay. This was better than I expected. Yeah. And I'm always hoping for better than I expected. Yeah. But I know? will say if, if I have, if someone says to me, I'm going to Disney once, where should I stay? And I, oh, and money, yeah. money's yep. not an issue. Uh, or I'm running DVC. Yep. Yeah. It's Polly. Polly. It's Polly yep. all day. Yep. Um, it's just amazing. It's also got the best uh, fireworks views of any of the monorail area resorts, yep. except for maybe a theme park view room at Contemporary. But even those are off on an angle. At Polly, you're looking straight on as yep. if you're looking down Main Street. It's, and they pump in the music. And you're next door to TT's. Oh, I can't. It, we're we're going to go forever if I keep talking about yeah. Polly. So we got to yep. get going. <laughs> I don't really have any honorable mentions left because we talked about them all. Do you? Do you? Um, Not. I don't know. What did I have? I had um, Boardwalk just for kind of walking around, but I wouldn't yeah. want to stay there. Right. I said the and same thing, Boardwalk. We didn't even mention Grand Floridian. Uh, there's um, a reason I didn't mention it, but that's... I, I'm not a huge fan of... You want to talk about sterile? Yeah, it's just a little too... I'm not really a posh guy, you know? I'm, I don't want to have, like high class and and i don't want to drive around a and carriage ride you know a la cinderella but i don't know there's nothing wrong with it i've walked through it it's really classy it's really nice the pool there is incredible um it gets an honorable mention i guess for the pool i couldn't even tell you what you know what the food options are or anything else food food there is amazing i haven't really looked into it at all that's the only reason i would even want to stay there is possibly for the food i i'm with you I'm with you, man. Like, I feel like, and I know this isn't happening, but I feel like when I walk in that place with, you know, a tattoo sleeve and a big old beard yeah, that people like, are looking at me. Who's and this I, guy? But I, and I know they're not, right? I know that's not happening, but it, that's how stuffy it feels in there. Yeah. Um, that lobby is gorgeous, but it's gorgeous in the way that, like, the White House is probably gorgeous. Like, yeah. I don't, I feel out of place. I feel like I don't belong there. But, there, you know, it's great for some people. And some people who are listening are like, that one's my favorite. And good. I'm not, I, it's, hey, to each his own the, of these. Listen, the food there, um, yeah. Like, I couldn't even I'm, tell you the name of uh, one restaurant. Citrico's, Narcusi's, uh, 1900 Park Fair. You've know. got the the lounge there just rethemed uh, to Enchanted Rose, which is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's um, the one where you have to wear a suit coat. That's probably the no, only. No, no, no. What's no. that one? That's Victorian Alberts, which is. Is that there too? That's Victorian Alberts is there, yeah. Okay, okay. Victorian Alberts, yes, you have to wear a suit coat. And yes, you have to mortgage and or sell a kid <laughs> or sell a kidney. But like. I thought you going to say sell a kid. Uh, possibly i might sell a kid to eat there to tell you the truth i'm uh, I, i'm not i, I like your kids it. i'm I not above sell it. your kids well i'll sell them to you then but <laughs> sold sold okay sounds good um so yeah I, I don't have much good beyond the food to say about about grand floridian sorry folks but oh. yeah so i think we, we've kind of beat this horse yeah next week i'm excited because it's kind of a there's a lot of resorts to pick from. I don't think we'll overlap as much next week. No, I don't think so either. So next week we'll be tackling the the moderates and values. But as far as today, I think it's time to say goodbye because it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time and we'll see you real soon.